All right, guys, Corey Davis here with the Corblin Warm-Up Podcast. I'm really excited today, one, because it's Friday, filming this, and Fridays are the best, but also because I have Jen Price on here. Jen Price is a real nutrition expert. She is one of the people that I personally ask questions to when I have questions about my diet and my nutrition. And then she's a huge resource for me, whether it is one of my female clients that has a nutrition question or a teen athlete that needs to gain or lose weight for sports performance. She's really sharp. She really knows her stuff. So I'm pumped to have her on today. Jen, could you go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of tell people what you do and kind of what your background is? Yeah, so like Corey said, my name's Jen, um, and I am a registered dietitian. I also have my master's degree in foods and nutrition from the University of Georgia with an emphasis in sports nutrition, so that's always been kind of an interest of mine. Currently, I mostly work with athletes, people with performance or fitness goals, and um, also people with weight goals, body composition goals, that kind of thing. So thanks for having me on. No, I'm really excited, and part of the reason I'm really excited is because I need your help answering a question that I get all the time from my female members, which is, Corey, I'm a middle-aged woman. I'm doing everything you tell me to in the weight room. I'm doing everything you tell me to in the gym. And I just can't lose weight like I used to. So, Jen, help me out. Help them out. What is going on? I know this is a question you get all the time. Yeah, that's a really good question. And I do hear this almost on a daily basis, I would say, from clients. And before I dive into that topic, I just want to acknowledge that this is a really nuanced topic that it's hard to condense down into a short period of time. And I did specifically say, hey, Jen, these are like five, 10-minute podcasts. So I am aware (laughs) that I'm asking something difficult from you. So if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, Corey, that should have been a 30-minute podcast, it won't be. We're just going to have two (laughs) two podcast episodes. That's going to be how it happens. So if she doesn't go into enough detail, blame me, not Jen. All right, Jen, keep going. Yes. So it is a nuanced topic and, um, you know, it's it's an emotionally charged topic and it's something that I want to be really kind of careful how I approach. I don't want to come across as dismissive um, in any way that I address this. And I know it's really easy for it to come across that way. So just want to acknowledge that up front. And I also want to acknowledge that we have this idea that weight loss automatically is going to mean better performance. It's going to mean more happiness a lot of times, even if we don't fully kind of recognize that that's something that we believe that we're going to be happier with our bodies that you know we just imagine that everything in our life will be better if we lose weight and that's not necessarily true so I think that's an important disclaimer to offer but all that aside you know just kind of diving into specifically your question which is okay why does it feel harder when we get older I'm a middle-aged woman I'm listening to you in the gym but the things that worked when I was 30 or in my 20s or before I had kids those things don't work anymore. What do you think's happening? What What is the problem? What am I missing? What are they missing? Yeah, very good question. So the thing that I probably hear the most often is either women believing that it's something hormonal, it's something just related to age, maybe after you have kids, it feels a lot harder to lose weight. I mean, all of those are completely valid things. You know, it, it genuinely, I mean, I know Corey sees it as well. I see it too. It does get harder, but... You know, I think this kind of belief that our bodies are working against us or that they're kind of self-sabotaging us in a way is not a super helpful belief to hold just in terms of how is that making anything any better to believe something like that about ourselves? Does that help our relationship with our bodies and food? Does it help our performance in the gym? Does it really help anything? 
um, particularly if it's not necessarily true. And the research actually shows that it's not necessarily true. That's surprising. It is surprising and it feels harsh to say that. So again, you know, I want to be careful how I address this, but the research really does show that we don't necessarily just by nature of getting older, by nature of having a child, whatever it might be, that it suddenly just inherently is harder on our bodies to lose weight. Yeah. And I guess that that does sound harsher at first, but I guess it would be better to be honest about that and be honest about what's going on than just like you were saying making our body out to be the bad guy mm -hmm. or trying to create this like hopeless situation. Right. Cause if you've had a kid, you can't unhave a kid, right. you know, like, so at least we can approach it from a standpoint of like, Hey, I can actually react to this mm -hmm. and make some changes. Yes. Yes. It's not completely out of our control. That's right. And there are factors here that are really difficult to change, really difficult to address. But I think starting with kind of just the basic understanding that your body is not out to get you and it's not trying to sabotage you and you're not doomed just because you've hit a certain age or because you've had a child or whatever it might be. So given that, I think it's important to say, okay, well, why does it feel harder? Because you have said this as well. Like it, we've seen this over and over again. It oh, does. Sure. Yeah. It does get harder. It, so what's it, going on? Yeah, it's so much easier for my 25-year-old female clients than my 45-year-old female clients. Yep, absolutely. And that's a very real thing. I think it's important to acknowledge that. You know, like it, it absolutely gets harder and feels harder. And um, I, I don't want any of this to come across like we're not acknowledging that that's yeah. true because it is. So a few things. First of all, we know that most people are not in Corblin lifting weights multiple times per week and they lose muscle as they age. And that is a big piece of the equation. Our total daily energy expenditure, our resting metabolic rate, both are impacted by our muscle mass. And so one of the things that we can do is just actively try to keep our muscle to lift weights on a regular basis, you know, do the things that most of Americans are not doing, especially females. Again, if you're at Corblin, you're already probably checking that box, which is awesome. But now we kind of have to acknowledge- but we, so more muscle mass for women is going to help them lose weight. Generally speaking, yeah, it increases your your metabolic rate. It increases your kind of calories you're burning at rest. And actually, yeah, it's, it's helpful for that, for awesome, sure. Awesome, awesome. Good to know. And that's one of the things that, um, you know, most people in America are not doing, specifically females, which is really a bummer. So that's one piece. There's also a lot of lifestyle and environment and circumstance factors that play in here. And so one of them is on the kind of calories outside of the equation. Generally, our lives outside the gym just become more sedentary as we get older. And that's oftentimes happening without us realizing it, but it can make up a pretty decent amount of the calories that we burn throughout the day. So maybe when you're younger, you're in sports and then you're in college, you're walking all over campus doing stuff with friends. Maybe even when you have like little kids, you're playing with them and running around all the time. They get older, suddenly you're driving them to sports and stuff, but you're doing a lot more sitting. Maybe your job becomes more sedentary. We just have less movement baked into our day as we get older. And this is something that we see just generally kind of across the lifespan is we tend to just move less during our day, even outside of intentional exercise. So I think that's a big piece. And honestly, that's hard because there's only so many hours in a day. Like we can't just be on the treadmill for two hours, making up that difference when we have children sure. and a family and a job. And yeah, absolutely. So um, it's not just that they're getting older and losing muscle. It's okay. I'm busy taking my kids to all these different events. And while I'm taking all these kids to different events, 
I'm also sitting down the whole time. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm less active than I was before and I have less time to be active than I did before. Correct, yeah. And maybe have a desk job where you're sitting all day and there's only so much you can do about that. You know, if your job requires you to sit at a computer all day, you can break that up and be intentional, but it's going to be hard to make up that gap if before you were walking all over campus in college, you know, that's still a pretty big gap. So that's one piece. And then the other piece is just generally our environments around food. It just gets a lot harder to navigate that because of a lot of the factors that we just talked about. You're trying to cook meals that your whole family will eat. Well, your kids are picky. They're not going to eat like a healthy meal that maybe you would make if it was just you. You have snacks all the time available for them because you need to. You're running around taking them to everything in the world at all their sporting events and extracurriculars. So you're having to just grab food in the car. You're having to just eat when you can eat. There's all of these factors. Your job, they're bringing food in. You're having to meet clients for lunch at restaurants all the time. We have social events that involve alcohol on a really regular basis. All of these things in our environment that are not easy fixes, it is still really hard to address these things, but they are still things that are external to our body being the problem, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. That makes a ton of sense. All right. So are those the three biggest ones then? I would say those are the three biggest ones. Okay. So Overall, to recap, and just correct me where I'm wrong, because I I know I get this wrong with female clients all the time. It is harder for older women, women with children to lose weight, but it's not the biology so much. It is the sociology. So their lifestyle changes in such a way that makes it harder. So they're less active overall. They're not building muscle. The muscle they had as a teenager and a young person is starting to wither away. And so, one, they need to build muscle in the gym. Absolutely. They need to make that a, like, priority. Absolutely. Awesome. Two, they're not moving around as much. Mm -hmm. So, environmental factors, they are sitting down more. They're not accidentally burning a bunch of calories throughout the day. How do they get around that? What do they need to be doing? If they look at that and say, yeah, the only time I burn calories is in the gym for an hour three days a week. Mm -hmm. What can they do? Do you have any tips for that? Yeah, that's a good question. And I always think it's important to acknowledge, like we can only do what we can do. We only have so much energy. We only have so many hours in a day. And sometimes like that is all that you can do. There are seasons of life when that might just be getting here to the gym a few times a week is great. Like that's all you can do. So I think sometimes it's just important to acknowledge you're in a season of life where your life might not be conducive to spending much time outside of that, trying to get steps in or whatever that might be. There are maybe opportunities during the day. Like if your kid is at practice and you're having to hang out and wait, walk, just move when you can move. If you can get up and take breaks when you're at the office and walk around just for a little bit, that kind of stuff matters for our health as well. So I've heard people talk about standing desks and like standing up more. Does that actually make much? of a difference does I don't, it make an appreciable difference I don't think standing does necessarily as much and just in terms of energy expenditure I mean it's probably better for you just okay. as a human but cool. I don't know in terms of like actual calorie expenditure if it okay. really matters so the much. biggest takeaway from that would just be hey when you have an opportunity to move around some take it yes because mm-hmm. you you probably don't get gifted a lot of those opportunities yep. to move around like you would have So just when there's a chance, take it. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, awesome. And then the last thing you talked about, and I have no idea how you fix this. So we can edit this out of the (laughs) podcast if we need to. But you have kids. Uh Uh-huh. Kids need snacks. Mm -hmm. And kids need palatable food. Right. And palatable food is probably less healthy. Mm -hmm. So what does the mom need to do? Do you have anything for this? And once again, 
we can pull the parachute here and we can just edit <laughs> this out like this never happened. But what do they do about that? Oh boy, yeah, that is a complex question to answer. It's super individualized too. It really depends on what your circumstances are personally. Oftentimes there are some very kind of small, relatively easy changes that can be made. Maybe just it's more just awareness around this. Sometimes, you know, you can make meals that maybe the kids have a little bit more of something or they have a side that you don't have and you add more protein to yours and have a little less of the mac and cheese or whatever it is that they have. So sometimes it looks like making the same meal for your family, but just kind of editing it a little bit for yourself and making sure that you actually have snacks that are for you too so you're not just oh that's having a great that didn't even occur to me but yeah <laughs> just buy some healthy snacks yes so that you don't get stuck eating what the uh, kids are always eating correct dunkaroos. yeah you deserve to prioritize your health and nutrition too yeah exactly yeah i love that all right jen i know that people will enjoy this i know this will be a popular episode but we'll go ahead and wrap it up there because I think three things for people to work on is perfect mm -hmm. and we can leave people wanting more. We can leave people wanting more from another episode. So Jen, if anybody listening to this got a lot out of this, enjoyed hearing this and has additional questions, can they reach out to you? Do you do nutrition coaching for people in the Athens, Oconee area? What can people do as a next step if they want to get in touch with you? Yeah, thanks for asking. So um, people are welcome to email me at uh, jenniferpricerd at gmail.com if you have questions or if you're interested in working together, whatever that might be. And then you can also find me on Instagram. It's at the adventuring dietitian. I don't post super often, but I am, <laughs> I am there. And yeah, I do see clients locally. So yeah, folks are welcome to reach out. Awesome. Jen, thank you so much. I just learned how to do this, so I will put your email address and your Instagram handle in the show notes for this episode. Guys, thank you so much. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Jen, thank you for your time. If you have any questions for me, if there's anything you want to see in the future, or if you want to email me to tell me to put Jen back on here with a specific question, you can email me at Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, at warmuppod.com. That's W-A-R-M-U-P-P-O-D.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day.